he said, let's do a podcast, and here we are. Hello and welcome to the Oncast Grand Rewatch. My name is Dom, as one half of the Oncast, I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. So, we now live in a world full of sequels, prequels, remakes and reboots, and we understand that sometimes life gets in the way, and you're not always going to be able to catch up before a new one comes out. With that in mind, we're here to provide a weekly retrospective on some of the biggest franchises in cinema history, giving you a full spoiler rundown of each film in a series, including plot summaries, analysis, and behind-the-scenes trivia. This week, we conclude our rewatch of the Rocky saga by talking about Creed 2, which was released in UK cinemas today. Yes. We just got back from the cinema. Literally walked in. We haven't said anything yet, but oh, I really loved this movie. It was so good. This is everything I wanted it to be. It was great. I loved it. I loved it. So much. It was great. Yeah, there. Okay. Splurge, what do you think? As long as we're outside of arm's reach. I didn't love it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, don't get me wrong. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. But I wanted it to be a little bit better. Oh, okay. That's a shame. So, okay. like, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. This isn't me saying I hate it. This isn't me saying anything like no, no, that. No, no, I'm sorry. That is how the internet works now, I'm afraid. I know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's either... Absolute yes or absolute no yep. in the internet world. Yep. But, fuck them. I really, really enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it as much as I would have liked. All right. That's and that's not, that's not to say I'm disappointed. Yeah. No, see, I, yeah, I'm the opposite. I enjoyed it as every bit as much as I wanted to. Okay. So. Where do we go from here? Where do we go this, from here? This is unprecedented. <laughs> this is unprecedented. <laughs> Normally, we have a full rundown, a blow by blow of the film for us to tell you and sometimes make dumb jokes. But yeah. we're not going to do that because we don't want to ruin the film. Yeah, it's brand new. It's out now. So if you've got any interest in this at all, which obviously, you know, if you're listening to this and hopefully you do, then I would definitely say go and see it. Like, this Absolutely. Is, by no means do not go and watch this movie. Yeah, it's a really good continuation in my mind for from the last one. So if you like the last one, definitely go and see it. If you liked any of the Rocky movies, definitely go and see it. Yeah, go watch it and then you know, and then get in touch to tell us what you think. Tell yeah. us what, tell us what yeah, you yeah, think about out. our thoughts. So if you've seen the trailers or anything, you know that the idea of this one is that it's about Ivan Drago and Ivan Drago's son challenging, challenging Adonis, Creed. Adonis Creed. Yeah, so Adonis Creed, where we left him in the last movie, he got beaten by Ricky Conlon, who was the heavyweight champion. And then we fast forward here, and it's been a few years, and he's been fighting successfully. It's basically he's now the heavyweight champion. Yeah. And then he gets challenged by Drago. Yeah. So in the so in the opening of the film, we find out that he has won six fights in a row, yeah. back to back to back. Yeah. And he's about to fight stuntman. Yeah. Who from. He yeah. So the guy he fought not professionally, but he fought no. him um, at the gym in LA in the first movie. For what, the keys to his for Mustang. the keys to his yeah so and he got laid out because he, he wasn't because he wasn't ready this time now he's fighting him in a professional setting yeah and yeah what happens happens <laughs> yeah so following this is sort of the meat of the film it spends a lot more time on the drama than I thought it yeah, would which is great which is really good yeah it was a bit this is the reason I didn't love it so much is because some of it felt quite stretched thin in places. Like I think they could have added a few, a bit more meat here and there. Yeah. But the drama that comes along with, as you would have seen, if you've seen any of the trailers, when we find out that Bianca is pregnant. Yeah. That's a really important part. There's a, it's quite a sweet joke in there about her pregnancy. Yeah, yeah, that's which great. Was really, which was a really nice touch, actually. Yeah, that's the thing, and they 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 get the focus right because I think the worry was that it was in terms of having watched all the Rocky movies previously. 
there are some ones with in terms of the sequels where it just becomes purely a boxing movie and it's purely about yeah. that. They didn't do that here. This is taking it quite a big step back into the drama. Well, well, yeah, it does, but then at the same time, it's like I knew in terms of the boxing story, I knew exactly how the boxing story was going to play out yeah. very early on. Mm-hmm. Um, I could tell what fight was going to happen when in the movie, what was going to happen yeah. later in the movie. That's not to say anything it was bad. I loved, like, yeah, yeah, I was in it so much that I was just. I, I haven't, I genuinely haven't seen you this pumped coming out of the film <laughs> in a very, very long time. I know, and you're ruining it. Why would you ruin it? I'm not ruining <laughs> If you're worried about my opinion, then you shouldn't be out in public. Yeah, it's true. But yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of what we see in there is very telegraphed. A lot of it is pretty straightforward. But I think for me, the what really, really brought it up was the strength of Tessa Thompson, mm-hmm. Michael B. Jordan, mm-hmm. Sly Stallone, yeah. and Florian Montenegro, yeah. who plays Victor Drago, he was, Ivan Drago's son. Yeah, he was great. Both the Dragos, I think, are great. Because um, Ivan, played by uh, Dolph, Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren, only gets a couple of scenes. But like, there's the one scene he has with Rocky in the restaurant was great. Yeah, that was awesome. And like you said, they made a point of that's another sort of strength I thought they had is that unlike Rocky Four, where Drago was just a villain and he was about like monosyllabic, mm-hmm. didn't say anything. This they actually painted quite a decent in quite a short amount yeah. of time. They painted an interesting character mm-hmm. and the dynamic between the two of them. Yeah, and it was in like there was a scene where they were in like what I can only assume is the Russian like consulate or or some retreat. Anyway. And they have this big argument because there's this whole element about his mother, where his mother is. Yeah. Played by Bridget Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen is in this. Is she, though? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, is that when you look at somebody like Sly and you look at somebody like... So Sly Stallone and Dolph Lundgren, mm-hmm. who are bo- both men that are on in their years, yeah. as is Bridget Nielsen. Yeah. But I think it's so jarring because she is so dramatically different yeah. from what she once was because because rec- there's I, been surgery that's the thing I didn't recognise that's who it was I, like it was only sort of through context yeah. that I figured out because she walked like when the, she enters the film mm. in the room there's this big like reveal almost like you see you don't see her until she sits down she walks around yeah. the table and I was like who the hell is that I didn't yeah. realise and, yeah. and then it was only from the subsequent conversation that I was able to figure it out because like you say she looks so different she does look good, and this isn't this isn't by any means this isn't us critiquing people that decide to have cosmetic surgery or the way that women look. This is she looks so different. It is a bit of bit of a shock. Yeah, no, from absolutely. What we've seen before, or well, because we it's, haven't seen it for. 30 I think years. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's sort of the comparisons you make. Yeah, not only in this film and in this franchise between the the men in terms of um, Dolph and Sly. But then I also think of things like Carrie Fisher yeah. in the new Star Wars movies. Still looks like Carrie Fisher. Yeah, Do you exactly. know what I mean? Like, I'm not denying she may have had some surgery at some point during her career. I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised. But she still looks like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Like when she turns up in The Force Awakens, she looks like Princess Leia. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, you're not sat there going, who the hell is that? Yeah. Which is what happened with this one, which is why it's so jarring. It, it's, um, it's an interesting appearance and an interesting cameo. <laughs> Again, that was something that I felt didn't lead anywhere. Well, it, well no, it did. I mean, it, well, yeah, for the sake of narrative, it did. Yeah. But I think there could have been... She could have had For the sake of just a couple of minutes, yeah. 
they could have given her a scene or two where yeah. she actually said something. Yeah. Because it was her presence. Spoiler alert, she doesn't say anything. No. It was her presence was a big deal, yeah. but she never actually has a conversation with anyone, which, like yeah. I say, I completely agree that that could have been improved. Yeah, the boxing's great again. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan absolutely kills it. Yeah, he's great. He's really, really good in this. But like I said, I think a by-the-numbers plot mm. is saved by three stellar performances absolutely but my worry with it is and I think I was thinking this whilst I was watching it I'm thinking of it now as well is in terms of calling the plot by the numbers when you're in the eighth film of a boxing series what else can you do yeah what other plots could you have Mm -hmm. honestly do you know what I mean they've done it it's like you can't do it without it being oh it's a little bit like Rocky 3 isn't it yeah a little bit like Rocky 4 isn't it yeah yeah And and it follows the same beats but you can't. I don't know what else you can do no. without making it not a boxing film anymore. Do you know what I mean? The, the furthest they got away from it was in Rocky Five, and we all know how that turned out. <laughs> so, do you really? How far do we want? It's a really difficult thing, isn't it? It's the same I think again with Star Wars. It's the same thing. Everyone complained when it was too different, and then they made something that was almost exactly the same, mm-hmm. and then everyone complained that it was too much like the same. So mm-hmm. it's it's a real catch twenty two when you have these long running franchises yeah. to keep things fresh without repeating yourself. But so far, I think Creed, the two Creed movies that we've had, have done a pretty good job of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. But that's not to say they're not retreading certain ground. Yeah, they, and they are. And that's inevitable. And, you and can't... Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, they are going to sort of tread on their own toes a little bit, and there are going to be points where you think this is quite familiar. Yeah. But because we're looking at the sequel mm. to an incredible reboot, almost or reinvigoration of a franchise. Mm. We are going to be looking at familiar ground. I think it's slightly sullied, maybe because we've watched all these films back to back over this amount of time. Yeah. But and I'm seeing where we're analysing this over and over again, week on week. Yeah. That might be a part of myself tripping me up. Yeah. Yeah, I think when when we come when we come to revisit this, like when it comes out on DVD or whatever. Yeah. And you've stepped away from Rocky for a while mm-hmm. and come watch it again, I think you might have a different opinion of it. Yeah. Or well, not a different opinion, but you might be... Yeah, it might, yeah. Yeah, and I, I may like it more, but as it stands at the moment, I still really, really, really liked it. Yeah. had a great time with it. The fights were really were really tense. They were tense and visible. There, but then, there, were real, there were moments in that fight where you were like, shit, he's but, genuinely in trouble here. But the one thing I'll say, and I won't, I'm going to be careful not to spoil it, but there is a moment involving uh, the baby... Yeah, which is far tenser than anything in the fights, and it's fucking. Br- and that to me is why this movie is such a success. Is because they, yeah. I'm so invested in that side of things, yeah, and the boxing side of things mm-hmm. that it's it's the best that Rocky's ever like. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly what a great Rocky movie should be. Mm-hmm. You should be invested in the ring and out the ring, and they fucking nailed it as far yeah. as I'm concerned. And what I would say is seeing. Having seen Rocky 1 and Rocky 2 mm. and seeing Creed 1 and Creed 2, mm. I would say that Creed 2 improves on some of the shortfalls in Rocky 2. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say we'll get to our list later on, but I wouldn't say oh, I, I enjoyed it I don't know if we can more. do that now. I don't know. But, it's, um, but yeah, I think there are definite improvements overall of the franchise within this film. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's perfect. I wouldn't say I liked it more than Creed. I still had a really good time with it. Yeah, the way that the families are portrayed in this yeah. really is is yeah 
it's really intense and it's really obvious, mm-hmm. but it's really effective. Absolutely. And then there are there are payoffs that you might not expect. Mm-hmm. There are payoffs that you might see coming a mile off. Yeah. And there are things that happen in it that are really, really powerful Mm. from a family sort of angle within the film itself. Yeah. And like I say, there are, like I say, there are payoffs you see coming a mile off and, but it doesn't make them any less powerful. And a lot of that is down to the performances, like you say. Yeah. Um, So even though there are certain scenes where I know that's coming, I saw that coming from in the first half hour, I knew this is how this was going to play out. Mm -hmm. But when it happened, I didn't care because it no. was so well done yeah. and I was so invested that I just I was like yeah it's great no I'm gushing and I'm really excited about it I don't know maybe I just needed this <laughs> yeah I think so it's been, it was a tough day today we learned we learned of the death of, of an old friend well I mean that's it's a bit heavy but I mean tell the readers why you're sad and then we can talk about the film that you like some more Matt man come on <laughs> Explain more because I think the readers are going to be worried that an actual person has died, Dom. That was more important than that. He was the saviour of Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, but there was the, the news came out today that they um, Netflix cancelled Daredevil, and I'm very upset and angry about it. And so I was like, please God, let Creed 2 be good because if that's not good as well, I'm going to lose it. And thank God I loved Creed 2 so much because otherwise this could have been a very dark weekend. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, no, we'll cut that a bit. We don't need to talk about that. <laughs> right. Another thing we got mentioned mm-hmm. that you pointed out before we recorded. Yeah, it's something well, I should have. I wanted to talk about it last week, and then for whatever reason we didn't. And I need to talk about it this week is the music. Yes. I love the music in both Creed and Creed Two, um, and it's basically they've got this really cool thing which I don't think I've seen in, in many other places before, where they blend in like the. There's a jukebox soundtrack whereby there's artists doing mm-hmm. songs, and a lot of it is quite, you know, rap influenced, yeah, quite sort of yeah. modern hip hop. Yeah, yeah. But in amongst all that, there's also the score, and they sort of blend yeah. them in together really, really well. And you get some of the classic rocky music, and they know exactly when to use it, yeah, and how much and how little to use it, and it's perfect. I love it. And I'm just going to pull up the name of the composer because it's the same guy who composed all the music for um, Black Panther. Oh, cool. Which is why, and that, which oh, again okay, yeah, has yeah, another yeah. great score. And like, so he came up with like the Wakandan theme and all the rest of it, which is great. The Black Panther score is just fucking unreal. Yeah, and he did Creed and Creed 2 and Black Panther. Yeah. So, fair play to the guy. Yeah, Ludwig Goransson. Goransson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair play to that guy, and he should do more stuff. Yeah. Because, yeah, he's killing it. Um, and I'm so glad they managed to get him back for this because it wasn't directed by uh, Ryan Coogler, which is something else we should mention. Um, but it was directed by a guy called Stephen Cable Jr. Okay. who did a phenomenal job, I think. He did a really, really good <laughs> like, job. Like, that's always the worry when, like, because last week we we praised uh-huh. Brian Coogler about everything that he did on the first movie, and when we found out he wasn't going to be directing the second one, I was a bit disappointed. Everyone was a bit disappointed, a bit concerned, and then it turned out this guy was the, absolutely the right choice, and he kept it going, and it yeah. felt, you know, it felt like a continuation. It didn't feel like a jarring change in tones or anything no. like that. It felt great. Actually, just one thing. It's actually, I remember there being a shot very early on when it's Rocky's introduction to the movie, mm-hmm. and it was really well done. And that was just like when that happened early on, I was like, oh no, this is, the direction is really good on this already. Yeah. It's you just heard him from off screen start talking, and you see him in the mirror, and he slowly goes into shot. And it's yeah. just like nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. It is really, really, really good. Because there was a part of me that was like, 
I don't. I think it's going to suffer because it doesn't have Kugler. Mm. And then I was a bit like, oh, actually, I'm a bit worried that they're going to try and they're going to try and copy Kugler, mm. and it might not be as effective. But it was really, really, really well made. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really impressed. Yeah. Um, I was just looking at what else he's done. There's nothing I've already ever heard of. There's something called The Land in 2006, 16, sorry. Okay. Uh, a Different Tree, Rapture, Grownish. I've not heard of these things. Class is director on all these things. I've never heard of any of them. I'm sorry, mate. But if we, whatever you've done previously, you just nailed it with Creed and you just had a massive hit yeah. on your hands as well. So I'm sure the offers are going to start rolling in. Yeah. So yeah, fair play to that guy. Um, and look good for the music. Yeah, and then there was one other thing that we need to talk about. Yeah, one thing that always impresses me about these sort of films is the dedication that the people have to their own physicality. Mm-hmm. Whilst we're looking at somebody like... Michael B. Jordan, who's in great shape anyway, mm. and then you look at Florian, who is a fighter anyway, and is in incredible shape. Florian scares the shit out of me. Like when when they first, because they in, what's interesting actually is the film opens with Florian. Mm. Sorry, with um Victor. Victor, and you see him fight, and immediately like before we even see Adonis, I'm already scared for him. I'm yeah. like, you can't fight that. He'll kill you. Yeah. That's that's a monster, and it's exactly how I felt about Ivan Drago back in the day. It's like. Rocky, you can't fight that. Look at him. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you mad? Like, um, you even said it when we recorded four. Yeah. You when you were even saying, oh, there's no way that he'd be able to do that in real life. There's no way they'd be able to do that. No. What I liked about this was that, you know, the first time that we saw them fight, yeah. you knew that Adonis was on the back foot. Oh yeah, I knew what was going to happen, but it didn't make it any less painful. Yeah. Like I I yeah, it was like I was like oh, I don't want I don't want this, but I knew it was going to yeah. But then during the film, mm. during production, Michael B Jordan gained 25 pounds of muscle. And you can tell. He's absolute by the time by the end of it, he's absolutely gained. <laughs> he's the muscle. And he's a fucking unit I'm, by the end of I'm it. I'm amazed they didn't do like a weigh in or whatever because I remember that a similar thing happened with um Almost in the opposite direction, though, with uh, Rocky Three, where he he completely changes physicality. Yeah, he so cuts he, weight. he cuts weight in that one. In this one, he put on weight to be able to challenge him. So I'm surprised they didn't do a weigh in and sort of go, "Oh, Creed has gained X number of pounds yeah. since the first match." But yeah. obviously, that would just be like. I think I think the montage did a quite good yeah. job of demonstrating like, that because it's this when you first see him. So for the purpose of the readers, who are, you should go and see this anyway. But look at the physical size of Michael B. Jordan at the start of the training montage when yeah. they're out in the desert. Yeah. And then it is this gradual reveal to when you see him at the end and you're like, geez, fucking look at the size yeah. of that guy. I mean, he's I don't. He's at the same size he was at in Black Panther, do you reckon now? Because in Black Panther, bigger. he's bigger than he was in Black Panther, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know, maybe the thing with the Black Panther, obviously, is that he's covered in all those um, yeah. scars, which sort of accentuates it a little bit. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And but I he think... was definitely bigger. But also, Florian... Dropped twenty pounds. Did he? Yeah. Okay. It's interesting. Do you reckon they did that on purpose to try and make it seem like a more even match the second time round? Then because Florian fights in a um, in a different class, so he had to drop to light heavyweight for this. Right. Okay. So he would have had to get. I think it's. I think it's two twenty. Hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah. So feel free to correct me on socials and email. But but yeah, like I was reading. I was reading about it this week and I read an article saying this is how Florian cut 20 pounds and I'm like how how big was this fucking guy beforehand yeah, exactly and then I saw a picture and I'm like well that's not real 
<laughs> it was like a picture of a cow that's been doing the rounds this week. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was like that guy dressed as a chicken and everyone saying it's the biggest chicken in the world. It's not real. <laughs> I think it is. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but yeah, like, and that's another another credit to this film is the is the commitment to a physical change that yeah. both of these guys went through. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see it. Like, they, they make a point of sort of emphasising it as well and showing the different exercises that he's doing in the training montage. The, mm-hmm. the, the one that sticks out in my mind being the one where he's lifting the weights with his head. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. To get his... To build up his neck muscles. Neck, neck muscles. And it's yeah. just like, I've never seen it. Like, again, I've never seen that before, but they did it. And it's like... Fair play. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, that's the thing. Like, wrestlers do it. Well, basically, anybody that's involved in any yeah. sort of wrestling or martial art or combat yeah. sport will have to do that yeah. because it's super important. But yeah. it's you don't really see it that yeah. much in these training montages. But the focus on this from the first fight, where you see that his head is being snapped back yeah. really, really hard, and then yeah, right in the first round of the second fight, he hits him and he doesn't react as much, and that Barely like reacts. and that really throws Drago. He's like. Yeah the fuck and it's like yeah yeah anyway yeah. <laughs> but again and this is like saying about florin as well like the admiration of this guy who's come in as a fighter and not a trained actor yeah and puts across some of the new really the great performance yeah absolutely yeah considering how many few how few lines that he has yeah 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 you're right actually yeah considering like i've already started a tradition almost in the in creed in particular of getting real boxers in yeah so they've done it like obviously compton um Conlin, sorry was a real boxer um yeah, tony Bellew. yeah and um the guy he won the mustang back from ah, shit stuntman stuntman yeah he's a real boxer so almost all his opponents are real boxers not actors but of all of them this guy who's just a boxer puts in a really good acting performance in a huge movie like if this is his acting debut he did a hell of a job Andre Ward Andre I've been Ward. meaning to find that yeah. since we watched it last week and I kept forgetting yeah Andre Ward who plays stuntman yeah um, Olympic he, boxer yeah he's the Olympic boxer and, and the, yeah so he's the guy but he was a genuine boxer mm-hmm. um, along with a lot of the other opponents in these movies yeah but yeah I like say hats off to the guy the uh, Drago guy because yeah hell of a performance yeah. just to get uh, out of the gate yeah, for um, sure. and he's gonna—he's got a long career of being a good henchman ahead of him. I really hope to. I—I I, I really want to see him in more. Also, Bond. one thing I'd like to add—I want it, He'll be in the next Bond movie as a, as the as a henchman to fill Bond to be up. Yeah. yeah, man. One thing I'd like to add. This continues the Rocky tradition of having actors playing Russians who aren't Russian. Yep. Mother, so, Mother Russia has spat on us. Yeah. It's because you're not Russian, mate. <laughs> Sorry, but yeah, yeah. So it started with Dolph Lundgren and Bridget Nelson. Continues with Florian, who is German Serbian. So we've continued that. Still tradition. no Russians. Still no Russians. Still no Russians. And the other thing, actually, I think it's worth mentioning. Whilst we're talking about Russia, is we speculated about when we talked about uh, Rocky Four, mm. whether this is going to get into any sort of political stuff. No, no, not in no, the slightest. Not in the slightest. Got nothing yeah. to do with it. They didn't. It doesn't feel like it's missing that. No, it doesn't. It definitely doesn't need that. But it's in no way as overtly political as Rocky IV was when yeah. Rocky IV dealt with the Russians which is something we thought they might do given that we're in the second Cold War in inverted commas yeah. um, also Sly addresses it in this film as Rocky what does he say he's, uh, they, so they allude to it being this thing and he's like oh it wasn't like that and he just completely gets past it yeah. and they're like oh it was really important he was like it wasn't about that yeah yeah, it wasn't about that and it's just his quick shutdown of it mm. is enough for you to go Right, he's moved on. Mm. 
to the, the franchise is now moving It's the on. fact that, like, when um, Drago comes into the restaurant and looks around all the pictures, there's no pictures of Drago. Yeah, he's like, nice pictures. None, there's, the, there's none, none of me. me. Like, no, none of that is what Rocky says. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. And again, Sly's wrote on this one as well. Yeah. He wrote with um, with a partner, but yeah, it's always good to have him back steering the ship a little bit. Yeah. And again, gives a bit more legitimacy to that if it's going to be his final movie. Um, the fact that he had a hand in writing yeah, it is great. Definitely. And yeah, no, yeah, again, really liked it. And another thing, sort of, yeah, the parallel with, that makes me like it more as well is that it reminds me of one of, one of my top Rocky movies, which is Rocky Three. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love Rocky Three so much is because it starts off with a boxer who is defeated by an opponent, then gets trained up, learns how to be a completely different kind of boxer, you see that progression, and then they come through in the end. Yeah. And that is the same thing that happens here. Spoilers-ish, but whatever. But again, that's why I like it, because there is you can see they learn a lesson, that you can see it happen, and then you see the result of it. Yeah. And that is a just it's a very basic story, but it works. That's how sporty movies should mm-hmm. be, in my mind. Yeah. 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 And one thing I would say is as much as we've sat and sort of spoke about the, you know, things being telegraphed, as somebody that can normally quite confidently call out things that happens in films, yeah. I audibly gasped oh, yeah, you did very it. loudly yeah. at the end of the climax. Yes, there's there's a there are a couple of moments that do um still sort of shock. Um and there's yeah, one in particular I know what you're talking about and yeah, we yeah. were sat in the cinema and yeah, I was, you did a very <gasps> Like that, and yeah. like grasped your mouth because you couldn't believe it. No. Um, so even eight movies in, they're still able to deliver moments like that, which just t- shows you that this franchise isn't going nowhere. Really, I loved it. I, and like I say, it, it hit all the right notes. Um, I thought it was got the balance right in terms of the drama and the mm-hmm. action and all that stuff. Yeah, great from Sly because he he has previously come out and said this will be his last appearance as Rocky. So yeah, he recent only recently Literally, like a couple of days ago came out and yeah. said about this and that he, you know, there was a video that re- he released on social media where he was speaking to the crew and saying that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm officially retiring Rocky Balboa as a character, passing the mantle over to Michael B Jordan, and you can see it yeah. in the film. Oh yeah, it's very obvious. Yeah. And if that is the case, if this is the swan song, it's also really sympathetically done. Yeah. I think it's really well done really well handled they never shift the focus too far away from Adonis mm-hmm. that it becomes about Rocky again mm-hmm. but they give him the right amount of stuff that is like if this was his swan song I wouldn't feel like he got underserved or cheated out of it Yeah, it was just the right amount yeah he's got some great lines in it great motivational stuff they do some the training montage was awesome out in the yeah. desert I thought that was great and yeah that is the handing over of the mantle <sighs> you say stuff <laughs> see because what I don't want to do I don't want to sort of I don't want to mar any of the shine that you've got too much because well, I don't want to be like it. oh I really like I know I really no. like that you like this film but no mar it mar it go on I think there was a big big step back for Tessa Thompson's character do you reckon in terms of I think by reintroducing and these aren't spoilers by reintroducing Adonis's mother mm. as having more screen time and being more involved yeah helps because it gives him this extra depth and it allows her to demonstrate that she's not just a woman that stood in the background yeah like she did in the first one when she was saying about you're not doing this for him well she yeah watched it on tv i think it was important to get her in this one as well because it means that there's two people who are connected and were in the room the night that apollo died yeah 
So it was Rocky was there and she was there and saw it happen in front of yeah. them. It was important for her to be a part of it. But, but also, like saying, the, the, do you think that detracted from Bianca then? No, 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 no. No, what I'm saying with, with Bianca, we see some more of her music mm. and then we see her become a mother, but she has no other path. Yeah, it's true. Well, apart from like, there's the comments, there is one scene between her and Donnie's mum where she's saying like, after he's broken for whatever mm-hmm. reason, um, and she doesn't know how to deal with him. And she's like, yeah. I, I've don't, I've known him like this. He's completely shut off. What do I do? And there, that could have been, I don't know. That was a, there was a little nugget there that would have been quite interesting to, to sort of have her share this experience. Like, right, it's a very prideful man who's a boxer, and this is what happens. And that's exactly what how Apollo was. Yeah, Apollo when Apollo lost or was thought he felt that he lost to Rocky, he yeah. was like he was a shell of his former self. So she knows she's got all this experience, and can talk to her about it. So that was quite interesting. But again, they are only talking about themselves in relation to the yeah. men in their lives. Yeah, so which, it's, it's yeah, a failure yeah, of the best know, yeah. test. Yeah, no, I get you. But at the same you. time, like it does add extra depth. Mm. But it's the stuff that they built with Creed where that she was very much her own person mm. as this time has sort of dropped off a bit and she so. does demonstrate both women demonstrate that they are very strong females mm. but they don't have the same depth that I think was required mm. and it's sort of marred it a little bit for me yeah. and that, and again like I say these aren't things that are breaking this film for me by any shout I just don't hold it to the same level that I do with the first Creed yeah but I think I don't know it's tough to get to for it to do all, all the things do you know what I mean yeah so like, I feel like yeah, maybe yeah, Bian- maybe you're right maybe Bianca was underserved in this one and that you know the, she wasn't as strong but they and as well as balancing her and Adonis they also had to have it be the final film for Rocky and have the Dragos and have so there's quite a lot of balls in the air so yeah. there's only so much you can do with screen yeah, time yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and what I would hope is that this handing over of the reins and and potentially Sly stepping away from it means that in further sequels there will be more more time dedicated to the new yeah. characters to Donnie to mm-hmm. Bianca to her you know her music career and how that works because yeah. they, they did expand on that a little bit in this one um, and it's good that they haven't just left it she hasn't just like oh I'm I'm married to the heavyweight champion now it isn't that yeah exactly and she, like, there's she's a, not just like, that was actually there was a great point where she at one point she leaves Donnie on his own with the baby and just goes out but we never see her yeah that was the point so that that could have been an interesting point where we actually see her go out and what happened I'm going to the studio what studio with who what like yeah and they then, say about her getting signed and she's like I got signed it all happens off screen yeah so I know what you mean but then how far do you take that before it starts being a film about Tessa Thompson and her music career mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know but it can be I feel like in like in the sequels going forward you can make that be yeah. about a boxer and a pop star superstar and they're like a power couple and how that yeah. like that would be interesting and that would be something completely different from any of the Rocky films previously as well Yeah. so that could be something they get into the next time this time they didn't have time to do that I don't no. feel because it was the because drug because they did give time to the drug yes yeah, which they needed to yeah, well, they, and which were and which were quite effective as well because I I really like the reflections that we saw between Victor, like street level, yeah. just working a job during the day and then fighting in the evening because that is as we've seen a reflection of where Rocky came from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not breaking people's thumbs on the street and beating people up for money. He's working, but still, this is a reflection even to the fact that he wears he's wearing the grey tracksuit yeah. but he's got black hood yeah. and you're like there are these connections there and there are these images because he's not 
really painted as a true villain. No. Which is where I think part of his strength lies as well. And yeah, and again, that's another sort of plus for the movie for me. Mm. Yeah, um, because we don't, we very, very, very rarely see an antagonist in a Rocky film that isn't just tarred with a brush of he's the bad guy. Like even Creed, the original Creed. Yeah. They didn't do that particularly well. No. What's his name? Um, Pretty Ricky Conlon. Pretty Ricky Conlon wasn't, uh, like he didn't have any depth to his character. He was just a bit of an arsehole. Yeah. So that was it. So even there, that is another sort of, yeah. Yeah. Tick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like, yeah, I, I completely get some of your niggles, I guess. Yeah. But at the end of the day, for me, there are so many things that he did right. Yeah. And so many things that I like that mm-hmm. are far outweighing any, any yeah. issues that I have with it. And yeah, just that I could go on all day about all the things I liked about it, yeah. basically. And I feel like everything I liked, you also liked. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. just a case of... Yeah, it's just there's a few things that weighed it down for me. Just a little bit. Mm. Just a tiny little bit that was a bit like... Like when it would happen in the film, I'd be like, oh, you could have... Yeah, yeah. And I didn't want that. Yeah. But it's still a fucking great film. It's great. You should still fucking go out and see it. 100%. If you, like, if you liked Creed, and if you've seen Creed, go and see Creed 2. It's worthy. It's a worthy successor to it. I don't think, like, maybe if you could argue that, you know, arguably Creed is a better movie, like, objectively, mm-hmm. but this by no means is like a sequel that shouldn't have been made or anything yeah. like that. It stands toe-to-toe with Creed, mm-hmm. and it's, it's definitely now. Now we're two movies in. Toe-to-toe. In a car tire, in a tire, in a boxing ring, in the desert. <laughs> love it, I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, like, some of the training techniques they got. The fact they're still coming up with new training techniques after yeah. eight movies. I'm like, yes. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, surely, like after a while, I was like, oh, they're just gonna, they're gonna make him chase his chicken again. Or like, well, I thought it was gonna be basically Rocky was gonna take him through all the training that his dad did with him when he was fighting Mister T. Oh, I, thought, okay. I thought that's yeah, what he was yeah. gonna be. But it wasn't. He came up with no. a completely new set of things. It turns out, in the middle, if you drive far enough into the desert, you'll find a boxing gym yeah. <laughs> with a bunch of guys learning how to box. Why they drive there every day to learn how to box, I don't know. But that's besides the point. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yeah, so... this. Yeah, I think that's where we should sort of call the review to a close. I think if you give it, give it a one-line summary... Yeah, Adonis Creed is forming a legacy of his own. Excellent. So I would say, uh, oh gosh, it ain't about how hard you can hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. That's how winning's done. And yeah, that's. that's I, I can't. I can't think of anything better than to say than that. <laughs> I really can't. Genuinely, genuinely really enjoyed this go and see it absolutely and like and to sort of bring it to a close because this is the last bit of Rocky that we've been talking about. so we've yeah. we've done all the way through now we're at the end and this like the franchise is in a really great place right now honestly yeah. I think it's not like on a death rattle they're not making it go on longer than it should do they're in mm-hmm. a really strong place yeah and I think that's reflected in not only the, there's been a lot of positive response to this movie critically but also Money wise, it made a shitload of money last weekend in America. Yeah, I think it's now the biggest opening weekend for a sports movie ever. Mm-hmm. Thirty-five million dollar opening weekend, so that's great. And I think they're inevitably going to make a Creed three. I'm super on board for it. I can't wait to see more. Um, and to have that, to be able to say that eight movies into a series, yeah. is incredible in and of itself. I so, don't know where they're going with no, it. Neither do I. I don't know what they could could do, or how they could do it. 
But I'm, I'm down. I'm so down. I'm so invested at this point. 100%. Yeah. The fact that two films in, I'm so, so committed to these characters yeah. is testament to how these films And are yeah, I've, in my mind, now that if they are going to stick with their whole idea about letting Rocky sort of drive off into the sunset mm-hmm. or whatever, then it's only going to you're only going to get more invested because we're only going to see more of them. Yeah. And both Michael B. Jordan and Tessa Thompson are now much bigger stars today in 2018 than they were in 2015. That's going to keep growing. Yeah. So yeah, it's onwards and upwards. We could be watching Creed movies for a very long time yet to come. I hope so. Yeah, so so do I. So yeah, there you go. There's your review. Right, so that's the end of our Rocky rewatch, which yes. is the first sort of mini-series of the Grand Rewatch. We're going to come back next week and we're going to do um, a little mini sort of cheating rewatch, I think we can call it, because the next movie that's coming out in cinemas that we're going to go and see is Aquaman, the latest DC movie. <sighs> Fine. Listen, Look, and we're going to see it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. We don't have to talk it up. It's fine, yeah. Anyway, so in order to do a grand rewatch for that, all we're going to do is... Fuck's sake, going to make me say it. I mean, you can do it. I... Use your words. Stop banging the table. We're going to watch Justice League, all right? I swore I would never do it again, but here we are. You said, let's do a podcast, and here we are. So... So we'll, we'll watch Justice League um, as that was our introduction to the Jason Momoa version of Aquaman which is going to be in the new movie coming out in a couple of weeks and we'll talk about that next week and then we'll go and see Aquaman and we'll talk about Aquaman. Yeah. That's the next Grand Rewatch. This is the end of the first Grand Rewatch of Rocky. We hope you've enjoyed it um, and like I say 100% go out and see it. Anything else? Uh, not really. I mean just to sort of thank everyone for listening for the yeah. first round. 100%. Um, you know we really step appreciate eight. you one round at a time exactly one step at a time one punch at a time one round at a time say it with me one <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to say it with you <laughs> um, but yeah thank you all so much for listening we really really are grateful one thing if you can do if you could like us on Facebook Instagram Twitter we're at the Omcast pod on all of those if you want to drop us an email give us a suggestion of what we could watch next yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. If there's anything that you think we've missed, mm-hmm. theomcastpod at gmail.com is the place yeah. to get in contact. Um, you can basically search the Omcast on pretty much any platform and you will find us. Yeah. And the other thing I'd, re- I'd say is that if, however you're listening to this, we are on iTunes. Yes. And on the iTunes store, you can leave a review if you have an iTunes account, which you kind of need. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way the algorithms work and stuff, that's really important for us to sort of get to boost us up. Sadly, we do have to resort to begging. Yeah. So if you could leave us any sort of a review, preferably a nice one, like five star. Four or five star. Go five star. I mean, why not? Yeah. It's not going to cost you anything. Yeah. That would be massively appreciated. And uh, any feedback you got, that'd be great. And that about wraps it up for. The Rocky Grand Rewatch. It's been fun. So, it's been great. I've had a fucking brilliant time. So have I, yeah. Some hits, some misses, but we're going to keep doing these until one of us dies. So, yeah. And then I'll carry on. Yeah. Wait a minute, what? I don't, I don't want to do fucking Aquaman. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's going to sort of fucking come down. God damn it. <laughs> oh, put fucking Creed 3 out now. <laughs>